You are tuned into episode three of Hip Hop Heads, a podcast where me and Novak discuss some of our favorite hip hop moments. I am No Sage, and I have the honor of privilege to introduce our guest. So, uh, Ant, welcome to the show, man. Man, thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Can't wait to talk some music with you guys. Man, thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, just some quick background on Dr. Partee over here. He's a former athlete who brings more than 10 years of coaching experience. And prior to joining the uh, Lemoyne Owen College community, served as the assistant women's basketball coach eight years for Robert Morris and also served as the uh, coordinator of uh, basketball operations at University of Illinois Chicago for three years while working at Robert Morris. We actually all, me, Novak, and you, we all knew each other back in the uh, Benedictine days when you also were a player um, on the on the court, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, want, you yeah, to I don't want you to misinterpret that. Right. In the background, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, please specify. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know her. <laughs> yeah, no, and and was uh was basically uh playing playing for two years for BU, so that was that was mad love, and yeah, I guess um I also wanted to add, I think you're you're about to relocate to Memphis already with your fam. Is is that so? Or are you already there already? Oh, I'm already in Memphis. Oh, uh, word. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we've been here eight years. Man, years, yeah. So uh, that's love. Yeah, it, it's been good. You know, Memphis. It, it's it's not Chicago, but it you know it moves at a different speed. Let's just say it like that. You know, so it's got that big city, small town feel to it. So you know, Any I love that. Mafia Saints. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, no three six signs. <laughs> no signs yet. You know, they down here, man, they listen to some of everything. Uh, but three six, they are they are major, you know. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't even think of the, the rappers' names now, but but yeah, no no signs. <laughs> no signs, DJ Paul, Crunchy Black, and all the rest of them. <laughs> man, that's love. I guess I also wanted to add that. You know, me and Novak, like um, going to high school during the 90s and graduating from BU, all of us, like, I guess it was 2000s, more or less. Like, you know, that's kind of like the hip hop chronology. And that's kind of like the golden era that I, I tap into myself. But um, the topic, I mean, Novak, like what what uh, what made you come up with this topic? I thought about that time with Ant the Dorms band, just watching, just watching him and one of uh, other buddies, Jay Ferg, just marvel about uh -huh. Badu, man. I, I swear, I thought Jay Ferg <laughs> was just gonna go to the concert and just propose to her. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's the first time I got introduced to Erica Badu. It's like just, you know, just hearing these guys. I, I walk by the dorm room, they playing, they playing, uh, <laughs> they playing Badu, bumping out the room. I'm playing something else, and I was right. standing there just watch. I'm like, these guys, and I think, I think, and you had a poster of it for a while. A bad new poster. I, yeah, you had a poster. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge yeah. fan. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you know, I picked the topic because, man, she's changed hip hop in so many different ways, man. You know, oh, she yeah. gave us Andre 2000 in a new form. He was Andre before he met her. And then he became three steps. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just wanted to touch upon how she changed hip hop. 
you know, why she's the queen of Neo Soul and, you know, just get your feedback on her and, and talk about how she's changed the game pretty much. I mean, even though she's not quote unquote hip hop, she still is hip hop to me. She still is a core of the music and the values and everything today. Yeah. What? I think One it's, thing, oh, my bad. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think it's interesting, Novak, you brought up she's a queen of, of Neo Soul because yeah. I think obviously, you know, Mary J is the queen of hip hop. So, you know what I'm saying? And, I don't know. Like I was thinking of some other cats. Like I don't know. Arguably, Aaliyah might be like the princess die of hip hop, more or less. Yeah. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole in that conversation. Yeah. But like I was almost thinking of Erica Badu as like, um, kind of like the spirit animal of hip hop because she's on some total different like wavelength. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah, no. she's definitely like a keeper of the hip hop culture, even though. She hasn't put a lot of content out like for other hip hop heads, but I think she's essential for sure. Oh yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that one thing that I can appreciate about, you know, Erica is just that she is an artist. You know, I don't, yes. I don't know, because it, and it's funny you say that, Kevon, that uh, she's the the queen of neo soul. Because at first, when when I was thinking about the topic, at first I was thinking like, man. She's a, you can classify her as a queen of hip hop, but then, like you said, J.I., like, nah, that's Mary J., you know, like. Right, right. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I think uh, definitely she deserves the title of being queen of Neo Soul just because she would, I don't, I don't necessarily consider her like a singer, like she can sing right. notes, but for me, she's more of an artist, like. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you've been to one of her concerts or you listen to any of her albums, like you can see the artistry come out. You can see yes. she's putting the lyrics together, you know, and I mean, she's even dabbled in, in freestyles and ciphers. Right. And all that. So she has a connection to the hip hop community. And I would even venture to argue that she would... Um, in her in her former life, she was probably a rap star, you know. Right. And some of that has, you know, boiled over to who she is today. And so, uh, but now that's one thing I appreciate appreciate about her is just her being an artist and 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 really uh, tapping into um, her style, her own style, so to speak. And and I mean, because like y'all said, she is different. Like, <laughs> but oh, she yeah. she she puts out good music and she knows good music. So it's you know it may be hard to look past the costume sometimes, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> the of. Yeah, good music, you know, good music. <laughs> hey, no. Aunt hey, Dylan, man. I mean, um, I I'm loving that you're talking about her being a performer and an artist. So you you've seen her perform. Have you seen her perform more than once, or just? Uh, I've seen her perform twice. Okay, um, and uh, one time she was just by herself, you know, doing right. the thing. Uh, the other time, I think. It, out of the two times, this was the best time. Is when she was at the House of Blues. All right. This is, uh, this is when her and Common was dating. Nice. And it was just like they were like the hip hop couple, you know, like yes. the first family of hip hop. They uh, they brought their kids out on stage. Like it was a just a beautiful concert, you know. And so, uh, and that, I think that was just one of the one of those special performances. And you can kind of again see her talent, see her her range, you know. And I'm not right. necessarily talking about her vocals but her range from being able to sing and and rap on the spot and freestyle shoot uh and i think most of her hits and 
I think in one of her interviews, she said a lot of her hits come from off the dome, you know, just yes. thinking of it on the, like Tyrone. Like, you know, like, oh, hey, man, so thank know, you. Man. Thank you. I was going to bring that up because we'll get back to common. Yeah. And yeah. we'll get back to that chronology. But yeah. really quick question for both of y'all, because I was actually like uh, stumbled upon this today. I was stumped rather. Um, this, the album with Tyrone, did that come out first or did Baduism come out first? Baduism, I think, came out first. Yeah. It was Baduism. Remember, Tyrone's on the live album. The live yeah, album so, came out. So thank you, thank you. And the thing was is that the reason why I was like struggling because I was bringing it up to my wife, and then I was like, "Hey, when, which came first? And she was, um, she was almost determined to say Tyrone came out first, right? But the interesting thing is that Baduism came out February, uh, nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. Tyrone live album came out. November 97 right so I guess mm -hmm. she kind of owned that year but I think for a lot of females like once that Tyrone live performance kind of like hit like they all latched onto it I mean I remember like when the ads were playing like on the box or just wherever like you know, <laughs> oh, man, that little like mini like soundbite of like you can't use my phone I mean, like, everybody <laughs> right. knew oh, that line everybody yeah. was like hit with that I sent chills to my body, man. I remember people playing it. I remember women playing that song to try to talk to me personally. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> but, like, Badawism is like a, a super dope album. And mm -hmm. I was thinking about my favorite track on there, On and On, and like how she even has like the bravado to even say, like, the line, my favorite line in there. Cause I mean, her artistry in that song you can't really like make out the lyrics but if you're paying attention um the, my favorite line is like what is it um if we were made in his image then call us by our names most intellects don't believe oh, yeah. in god but they fear it's just the same and it's like she's dropping yeah. some hardcore hip-hop <laughs> yeah. knowledge right there yes, on the sir. radio streams and like most cats ain't understanding what she's saying because she's yeah. you know she's using her artistry to spit it out you know yeah, that, that's that's a beautiful example of just like her lyrical, I guess, talent, so yes, to speak. Yes. You know, I'm not saying she's the best lyricist out there, but it does show like she can go with the best of them. You know, like that's that's in her bag of tricks, so to speak. And so that's that's one thing that I appreciate about her. And another song that I like on that album um, was uh, the other side of the game. Okay. Oh, uh, man. That, that's, woof, man, it's. Cause I think that's the the one that she did the video with Andre uh, three thousand. Mm -hmm. It was just like man, you know, cause at first, and she she presented herself as this conscious artist, you know, mm -hmm. but then she put you on to something like, nah, there's some things out here that street too that we, <laughs> yes. that, that you know that that connects to to yes. the culture that connects mm -hmm. yeah. to you know, who we are as a people. And so I appreciated that. Now, that that's one of my favorite songs on that particular album. Like, yeah, but. That's dope. Yeah. And I think what's even more interesting is that she was almost born into the hip hop, hip -hop culture, so to speak, right? Cause like, yeah. I was mentioning like, you know, in the late nineties, that's when I was listening to hip hop and this coming out in 97, I think there's no mistake why I kind of like, it caught my ear. But I think, I think, and you're like hitting on it. It's like, She's not afraid to go to the dirty side of hip hop, but mm -hmm. there's almost an elegance to the way she does it too. And it's very clever. And um, this is not really related, but like um, 
the, the live album with Tyrone on it, that's like the same month that uh, she gave birth to Seven. So she was already mm-hmm. in the hip hop culture before Bad It Wasn't came out because she was with Three Stacks, right? Yeah. No, he was Andre then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was Andre then. <laughs> but, well, tell more. Tell more about that. I know he like, she like changed them. But what you, what you mean by that? No, right? <laughs> well, you know, you think about Outkast, right? You know, you remember, everybody remember Outkast during the 90s. You know, you talk about yes. Slim and Cadillac, those, right. you know, players ball. Mm-hmm. When she yes. got, when she, when, 9-3, 93. Yeah, when they got together, the Cadillac doors went away. <laughs> it, turned super, it turned to super room music pretty much they went they went away from main they went away from like hip-hop like how we listen to hip-hop they got more into mainstream hip-hop outcast mutated big boy stayed the same yes andre's andre's level of uh sophistication on his rhymes just totally changed i mean you can see the evolution yeah. from like you know they had the kid together they were getting ready to break up right after the Tyrone uh, track. They broke up right after that. Right. They, you know, Method Man was there for a moment. He's in the uh, he's in the Nest Lifetime video. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's Method Man in the video. Hey. <laughs> oh wow. So there was a lot going on there, man. And yeah. Yeah. Oh my bad. <laughs> no, no. no hey, to, to step back though, so um, yeah. I love all of Outkast albums, and I would argue all of them are almost perfect. But yeah. at Atlians, it's obviously where it came out. Crazy. That was their second right. album. So were they messing around <laughs> even during that time? No, he was hurt in that point. And then Equimini came out. And, okay. he, and, yes. and then oh my God, Equimini. Right. You just you right. felt the pain. Like when yes. he was like, you know, when you know you heard like uh you know Wills is still and everything, the way he was okay. rapping, and then you know, you had 13 stairs, thir- you know, the 13 stairs pretty much. Uh that end just the end of the album, whatever. Andre was in pain. And Big Boy was just rapping, like, come on, man, let's go out and get the club. Let's go out and hit this up. He's wow. like, no, man. And then, you know, and then it changed into the love below. And, you know, he kind of closed it up with prototype and everything. Prototype is the answer to uh, Nest Lifetime. <laughs> really? Listen to oh, Prototype. Wow. Prototype is, is him responding to Nest Lifetime because she basically broke up with him on that, on that song. You know, I love you, but I'll see you next lifetime. Yeah. What? And that's, and that's, and that's the first was, album. That's still on. Yeah. We're still talking about Baduism. He was done at that point. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I mean, you, I, you listen to those albums now, and you be in the car, and you're like, oh, my God. They're going back and forth with each other. I didn't even get this. But that's what I think happened. I think Love Below is how you close that chapter out. Oh, what were you saying about um Miss Jackson, too? Oh, yeah, Miss Jackson is talking to her mm-hmm. mom. He's, talk, he's talking to Erica's mom. He was talking, you know, he was talking about her. He's talking about his her daughter, and this, uh, I'm, I still love your daughter, but blah blah blah. So that's what Miss Jackson's about. He's talking to Erica's mom. Man, I mean, like, I know we're gonna get into it pretty deep, but you could argue that <laughs> Erica Badu has had the top five MCs. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, own them. And the, the hilarious <laughs> oh, thing, though, man. is that I don't think. I don't think most people would claim her as a hoe. Like, she, I mean, you're, 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 you're oh, making man. an argument that she's kind of like a taker. Like, I don't, I wouldn't oh, say man eater, but she's puffy. She's puffy without the, without the glitter suits. <laughs> <laughs> but she still let you make music afterwards. You know, everybody else right. walked out the studio. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got it. Think, think about that. He made Hey Ya. Uh, and he's talking about that, you know, that's that's the fun side, the love side of Andre. Everything else on the love below is dark. <laughs> Everything else is dark on that album. 
Have you ever seen him try to perform Hey Ya? Like he almost doesn't like performing it. He hates he it. Like how copy paste it is, or you know, it's not cheery, or you know, he doesn't like to tap it into the cheery side. I think. Yeah, but think about she lives in my lap. Think about that. So she lives in my lap. You know, it's like <laughs> man, it's like you can tell he's going through some stuff. Man, the, the speaker box is all up tempo, juke joint, strip club music, and then you right. get the, you got this music down here. It's like I'm sad. I love you. I'm sad. Take me back. Seven's getting older. I love you. That's what pretty much speak. That's what love below is like to me. You know, he's just, he's hurting, you know, in that situation. Man. Wow. We never got another album after that. Now think about that. He was done after the love below. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So her conquest, obviously three stacks, or as you say, Andre, she wasn't, he wasn't three stacks. Nah, he Man. He at airports now performing. <laughs> Met the man common. And Jay Electronica. I, I don't know who, who the fifth one, the fifth slot would be. Uh, there's a couple unknown <laughs> producers out there, but you know, if you produce music and she needs that sound, man, she's gonna hook up with you in that situation. <laughs> I mean, if you think about Jay Electronica, it took him 13 years to give us an album. 13 years. I mean, the Boondocks, yeah, Boondocks are on TV when Jay Electronica was hot. I think about that. <laughs> He disappeared and came back with an album with, with Jay Z. That's the so that's that's his first album. First album, <laughs> only album. Only wow. album. Wow. There's tracks what? on uh, the mixtape with him talking to Eric. Eric does a review of him on his own album, talking about he's a yeah. loving man. I love him. He's a beautiful spirit. My kids adore him, and I'm just like, wow. And that's how she introduced Jay Electronica to the world. Wow. Do you remember what yeah. you remember what track that was or what album that was? Uh that's on that mixtape, you know, um uh exhibit, exhibit eleven, exhibit, you know, you know, the exhibit uh mix, you know, he had those singles, exhibit eleven, exhibit Oh, I got 12, you right, C and whatnot. Okay. Exhibit C and everything like that. From the boom, it was the original score for the Boondocks. Right, right. Yeah, man. I mean, like when that Jay Electronica album finally came out, though, it was like half Jay-Z though. Like was it even a yeah. solo album? No, I, no. I, <laughs> I no. took it uh, a duo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jay, I'm not trying to sound as light. Don't like stop, stop. Yeah. Go back, to, go back to the Carters. Stop. For <laughs> real, I mean, like he he probably wanted to do Watch the Thrones the sequel, but you know, yeah, ain't feeling right. it. So he's like, All right, right. Let, me to, let me try to reboot uh, this thought. Right, right. Man. but I mean, Badu is like. She she's she's definitely a keeper of the culture. I don't want to yeah. say she's like a culture vulture by any means. I mean, like, <laughs> but I I I would really love to hear a new album by her. I think the last thing she dropped was like five years ago, and yeah. it was like a mixtape. And yeah. um yeah, there hasn't been much recently. I mean, y'all were talking about a thing, and you're bringing up with common, like the fact that they did that love love my life. Which yeah, was, um, yeah. what was that on the, the soundtrack, I think? Yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking, like, um, was Love of My Life on the Brown Sugar soundtrack? I forget. Um, I think it was. Where it was. But, uh, was it on, uh, it was on one of Common's albums, too. Um, mm. Which one is it? Not, before it be. Before the Electric Circus thing. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> well, Electric Circus, that was a breakup album for him. <laughs> yeah. It was, I can see it. I can't think of, uh, I know it was after, it's the album after One Day It'll Make Sense. That was the classic. Uh, 
like water for chocolate. I think it's on that. On oh, that, yeah. it, it makes sense because yeah, yeah, because Electric Circus Man was it's a great album cover, but it's too much going on. Too much going on. Oh man, he was in, <laughs> he was hurting, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she was I, I on the album too, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Because because remember, she went over and did that joint with the Roots that same year. You know, uh, and the, the weird thing, it's like, it's like what she did is like, you know, when she collaborated with the Roots and then she did Love of My Life right after that, it was kind of a weird vibe because, you know, I think, I think Black Thigh had his eyes on her and I'm like, this is so awkward. And then Common, then Kim and Common are, bo- are boys in that situation. So she wow. was bouncing around from every top MC out there at that point. You know, really? Um, Wait, yeah, so you're I'm saying not, you think she might have messed around with Black Thoughts? I'm not saying that, but you know, okay, the thing is, right. that video is very passionate. <laughs> you know, you watch that video <laughs> and you'd be like, wow. Right. You know, like, you know, like, it's like, it'll give you that Jill Scott friendly vibe. You know, with Jill Scott, Jill Scott's like that girl <laughs> you play video games with. You know, Eric ain't playing no video games with you. No. you know? <laughs> I'm learning a lot about Erica. Really, I'm gonna place Black Thought in the fifth slot, even though it's not um, qualified. Right, right. (laughs) But I was actually looking it up. So, Love of My Life was on his Go Greatest Hits album, but initially it was on the Brown Sugar soundtrack. Um, The reason why I bring that track up because not only was it important to the hip hop culture, like I feel like she's got so much bravado that she's got the balls to like riff on hip hop, right? Like if some other people would sample it or, you know, like repurpose it, they might see like, okay, you're a culture vulture. But like, like she, 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 um, she was basically channeling, like obviously it was a response to I Used to Love It, right? Which was arguably like mm-hmm. the best hip hop song of all time. But yes, she was channeling hip hop. So like, who else is gonna have the nerves to even say, you know what, I'm gonna be hip hop and I'm gonna respond and, you know, like give a response to I Used to Love It, right? And um, she's done that a lot, I think, in, in a lot of different tracks or a lot of different um, remixes where, you know, she feels like she has, you know, the, the credibility to even like riff on it. Right. From, from, from a from a like a loving standpoint. Oh, she killed it, man. This thing, that's a that's a sample of Planet Rock from Africa Van yes. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. That's a hard track to remix and put back out there. Like, we don't know what yeah. that is. You know, it's hard to do at that yep. point. Yeah, it, it just speaks to her being bold and just the courage yes. that she has to, to do something like that. Because not a lot of people can do it and get away with it successfully, you know? Like, yep. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think her impact has just it's been uh, amazingly incredible, you know, for her to be able to to venture into, I guess, uncharted water, so to speak. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There was um on that Mama's Good album, which was not on the album, but I think it was like a remix, Bag Lady. Like yeah. uh somebody <laughs> did like a Chiba Sag remix and they put like the Dr. Dre beat on it. And I know that happens a lot in hip hop, right? Like an RB artist will like gloss or wax poetic yeah. on like uh the hip hop song at a time. Well, you know that comes from that comes from the fact that she dated the DOC. Wait, oh yeah. So I I, I yeah. saw you mention that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> she dated the DOC. So that whole thing there, getting that sample, wow. you know where that sample came from. In that situation. <laughs> DOC, the DOC was Dre's producer. And wow. she was around during that era, basically. Damn. Pretty much the DOC. They got a kid together, uh Puma, I think. Yeah. Wait, Erica and DOC? Yes, have a kid. Oh my goodness. 
Wow. Yeah, man. There's a lot of talented kids coming up, man. It's going to be to have a whole band. <laughs> yeah. Man, bad, bad ism, bro. It just, it just know, takes man. over you. Like any of the isms. Yeah. Like you just, you're right, just, right, right. You just better submit. <laughs> right. So that man, he bit off being a producer. Time. And he, that's all he does is produce because, you know, he, he had the voice issue with the car yes. accident. Right, so, right. So, I mean, the DOC produces a lot of music. Like you can hear him on Compton. You know, that, that Dr. Dre Compton album is phenomenal. You ever listen to? Oh wow, man! The horns on that album, the horns on that album, the same horns you hear on the Quimini, same horns you hear on other production tracks. So you can hear, you can hear like the relationships between different artists and stuff like that. Because the DOC, she totally changed the way he looked at music. You know, in, in a good way, gave us some really legendary tracks. Man. But uh, I guess to touch on Common. So if you look at Common, right, uh, and, and, uh, and, and No Station Situation, okay. would you consider that B album to be pretty much his love, his correlation pretty much of like experiencing Badu, breaking up with Badu at that point, and just getting to that enlightened point? Because that, that B album is incredible. You know, you got the Kanye production. Right. It's soulful. It, it sounds a lot like, like Erica Badu, you know, if you think about it, her sound is so much in B. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely can see that. Um, like that B album, like you said, I just man, that's a that's one of the classics. It's not one of my favorite common albums. Yeah. I would say one day is I would say that would be my favorite, but yes, with that B, it's a it's a close second. I'm talking about the whole album. And then you know, I got certain songs that I like from Common, mm -hmm. but but yeah, that the production on B, you can you can tell. Like the impact she she probably had on that because uh, it, it's a really good sound. So. Wow, I agree. So I mean, like Novak, you're basically trying to point out that she she's almost responsible for some of the innovation in hip hop. I mean, yeah. <laughs> obviously by by proxy, but yeah, you think about it when 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 she dated certain people, had a relationship with, with them pretty much. It changed the way they looked at music and business yeah. in general. I mean, like, Andre was going down that, that that Atlanta route for a while. He's going down that route, you know, you get a Cadillac, you live like T.I. a little bit. Right, right. He made Erica Bad Dude, and that's thing you know, his third eye opened up. He started making like this in, this, this, <laughs> this sensual hip-hop, man, because, you know, you think about like even uh, Spidey Adidocious and everything like that, and you think about just the way he was flowing, his flow got so much better. It was ridiculous. It's like Big Boy couldn't keep up with Dre, if you think about it. Uh, Andre evolved like a 360. Big yes. Boy is still rapping about the same stuff. He's still yeah. he's talking about purple drink and everything else. And Andre, <laughs> right. Andre looking like, I'm trying to get that woman back. I miss her. You know, you know, right. he totally, he totally went to the next level. And the same thing with Jay Electronica. Well, Jay Electronica, you know, you think about it, they, you know, they didn't have a kid together, but he kind of took her kids as his kids at that point. And okay. it took him a lifetime to get the album out there. She kind of, she made him think nothing he put out there was good enough. So he kept trying to make this album and kept trying to make it for a decade. And all of a sudden, here you go. I'm done and Jay-Z's on it. And that's what happened there. So, I mean, it's, it's motivating. It's like, man, she changed the culture, to be honest with you. I mean, she is in everything. If you look at the roots, we brought the roots yeah. on there as the fifth artist. <laughs> you think about the, yeah. the whole roots. Yeah. I mean, they, they took a lot of her sound and she inspired Jill Scott. And oh, think yeah. about Jill, there's no Jill Scott, you know, if there's no bad do at this point. Right. Yeah, I remember I was secretly like stewing up a beef in my head when Jill Scott was performing like um 
you got me and i was like saying why isn't badu performing in it and i was like <laughs> oh, okay, i think in the, the live the live roots album mm-hmm. it was jilly yeah. yeah yeah so like we don't know what's going on man it seems no say something happened <laughs> she was removed <laughs> drama removed well, well think about this song coming to break you off Think about that song. Oh, think, think, about the, think about the wordplay going on here. It's no, a lot going on with this no, music, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> You're making my brain hurt right oh, now. Oh, man. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I remember thinking, listening to this stuff and then looking at some of these relationships. I'm like, who is he talking about? Who is Black Thought rapping about right now? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it was a lot going on during that era. It's real good music. Everybody was awesome in that era. I mean, I like what she did for Andre. I like how I come and went to that next level. I mean, Common is Common's in his own different lane right now. Common is like he's yeah. like Mr. Chicago right now. And oh, it's, yeah. it's it's great to see it too. Yeah. I totally agree. I actually I wanted to go back to some of uh uh Erica's like albums, right? So the um the new america series because <laughs> she got a part one and a part two uh-huh. <laughs> yo peep this out i honestly never even knew about this track until i was recently hearing it the the name of the song is funeral okay she's basically like slowing up some of biggie's lyrics like um the lyric is basically there's gonna be some slow singing and flower bringing if my burger law right. start, starts ringing right <laughs> he keeps right. repeating that and the major part of the funeral song is you don't want to fall in love with me. She basically keeps saying, you don't want to fall in love with me. You don't want to fall in love with me. You don't want to fall in love with me. And dig this line. It's <laughs> There's this other one that's like bugging me. Hold on a sec. She basically says like, you don't want to fall in love with me. You ain't the worst I have done, but you'll do. Till he come, since he gonna take this shit from the top, you got to change jobs, change gods. Or you better get on away from here. So anyhow, Ooh, she doesn't please. spit it like that. She <laughs> spits it again in her, you know, like Badooism batter, ways where you yeah. don't even know what the hell she's saying. Right, right, right. <laughs> I honestly had to listen to that track a couple of times. I'm like, what is she saying right here? Not only yeah. is she like giving like love to Biggie, which is great, but she's also like throwing jabs in there about like who she is. Yeah. And that's what I was saying earlier. Like she... She skillfully and talent. She has the talent to, you know, appear classy, graceful, yeah. yes. Uh, yes. to appear as the queen of Neo Soul. Right. But then she'll she'll stab you and say like she, mm-hmm. and you won't even know you you got hit. You know, like like she she she's very clever in in terms of being able to uh, balance both uh, both perceptions, so to speak. Like I. Man, and that, that's one thing I can appreciate about her and just her art is just like, she can do that, right. you know, with the best of them, you know, it's I like, because I, I've had moments too, where I listen to something like, man, what is she saying? Like, I got to hear that again, yes. I mean, you know, like, but she said it so smooth and, and yes, so, uh, that's it. so soulful, yeah, man. like you don't catch it the first time around. <laughs> But then when you do catch it, you like, dang, she didn't go. <laughs> oh hey, bro, yeah. like this is this is like a, a stretch, but I, the word smooth perks my ears because like, yo, and Dylan was like the smoothest guy on campus, no bag. Like, oh. like, <laughs> when Ant was on the scene, like super smooth. But then, you know, when he was on the court, watch out that Jay's going to get you. <laughs> so, but not, not, I mean, like for real, like I, I think 
I, I, I think about like the Indiari and Rihanna spectrum, right? And it's like, yeah. I think Indiari is like pretty dope too, but she doesn't have like the grimy side. Whereas right. Rihanna, like she's kind of the same cut almost. Like she, she's not afraid to get, get dirty, like, you know, in a good way for hip hop. But I feel yeah. like that's the same way with any of her romances. Like you can't just approach any of these arguable top five MCs and just like come soft. Like you gotta come hard in all ways, right? Right, uh, but you know the difference. Rihanna's Rihanna's dirt level is different. It's it's like uh-huh. Erica Badu is classy dirty with it. She's yes. that person. She's sitting up there. She's probably drinking like uh, probably eating a vegan sandwich, <laughs> having low fat milk, and basically talking about how are you. And you know the guy, he can come in off the street or something like Jay Electronica. You think he's a little bit gruff, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you know he's probably sitting there like, "What's up with you?" She's probably like, "I'm just having this vegan sandwich, and I want to know what you're up to." <laughs> so that's, that's probably what she, that's probably how she came in him pretty much. And, and you know Andre, she probably didn't have to do that because Andre's a top. You know, I say it's a top five in seats to a certain level. Right. But Andre is such a different spirit. You know, when she met him, you know, he was trying to live that Atlanta social life, social life, but he wasn't there. And then, you know, DOC, that was a whole different monster when you think about it. Man. You know, she got coming, she got coming after, after, B, after the B and you and <laughs> the yeah. shout out at uh, Ice Cube and everything like that. Because, you know, because Common was a totally different rapper when we were in high school. Yes. I mean, that was Mr. Vice Lord, man. <laughs> he turned into, you know, <laughs> he turned into, uh, you know, Water for Chocolate. You know, totally different comment, more mature, yeah. more sensible, but worldly at that point. So the timeline is like Water for Chocolate, they were dating, but Electric Circus, they were not. They, they broke up not. at that point. But she was on the album, though. Yeah. Don't mean but how, how gangster is that? Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm great together, but I'm still going to feature on your shit. Because, like, the last <laughs> album she came out with, Three Stacks was on it, on that mixtape in 2015. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to take your soul, but... You know, right? <laughs> but, I, but I still love you, and let's get right. together. But I just can't be with you. And that's, I mean, but she told them in this lifetime what she was about. Yeah. How many men were in this lifetime video? Yeah. <laughs> Eric went to about three lifetimes in that video. I was just like, wow. wow. <laughs> she told you what she was about. You already know what I'm about. <laughs> I'll keep, I'm keeping the best part of you, and you can go. That's what Eric did. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Man, but one one of my favorite albums of hers, and it kind of speaks to her character. Okay, is Mama's Gun. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the whole album, and yeah, one, one one track on there is called Clever, and okay. uh, it, it, it describes who she is. Like <laughs> the, the way we talking about Adele, like she just yeah. clever, like That's and right. you know in the song she she pretty much saying like you know. Uh, you know, you do all this stuff to to get this dude. You know, yep. I, I ain't gotta do nothing because yeah, I'm that chick. You know, like my bro, she's like, what? I got a seven dollar dress, but right, I'm clever, right, I'm right, clever right. with it. Like, okay, right, right. I, I don't, I don't want makeup. Yo, yes, you know, my bra, yeah. my bra is nasty, it's ugly, but I still <laughs> got him. And I'm like, what? And it too. One thing I like about that song too, because it's just not a song you can appreciate the the. The lyrics, I yeah, know, flow, yeah, you know, because you know, I mean, easily you can turn that into a rap song, you know, like yep, you know? yep. And, well, she talking about busting the rhyme, <laughs> right? <laughs> I did hear that too. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. There's levels, there's layers to her because it's like you look at the lyrics on the paper, and it almost is like a battle rapper. But the way that she presents it, she's almost like she's culturing hip hop, you know, and it's like. 
I, I feel like she's essential because if you don't have spirits like her, like hip hop would be like just a never ending like battle, like, you know, MC, yeah. you know what I mean? It'd be like uh, everybody just trying to out battle each other with no soul. But, you know, like you still have to have the balance, I think. Right, right. It would just be like posse cut after posse cut, which I love. And, you know, like that's kind of what my entry point of hip hop is. But like you need like the Erica's and the MJB's and the Jilly's, Jilly from yeah. Philly. You know what I mean, I mean. Well, now you'd be stuck with Meg, Meg the Stallion. Oh, yeah, no, man. <laughs> oh, man. You, you, de you, definitely, you definitely need her because, man, when you listen to music today, you, you hear some of these artists, even the, even the ladies in hip-hop right now, you listen to some of the artists, you'd be like, all right, this is so ratchet. But at the same yeah. time, like, yeah. if you think about Cardi B. so Right, right. Cardi B basically saying what she going to do. There's no cleverness. Yeah. There's no disguise to it. I'm just going to be nasty, and I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. And Erica Badu, there's a mystery to it. You're like, I wonder what it yeah. does. You know, right. <laughs> I'm scared what of it. Bad dudes I'm, about? <laughs> I'm scared. I keep seeing dudes come out different. They go in with a start, they go on, they go in with an NBA jersey and come out with a dark cheeky on. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. And there's always a message, there's always a consciousness. Yeah. Um Novak, when you're talking about, I wonder what, what it does, like, I, I'm looking at your background right now, the Badu fragrance. Yeah. Um, dude, dude, this is the real name of her, her yeah. aroma here. She burnt her panties and turned them into, and turned them into a dust and turned them into, like, Come an incense. Yeah. Come on. Oh, my goodness. And people are, people are paying 80 bucks for a box of incense that smelled like Erica Badu's vagina. This is what's going on. What? <laughs> I bet Andre got a stack in his closet right now. <laughs> no. He got coming on us after my they sold out. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, brothers paid for that, man. It it sold out like in less than 15 minutes, man, online. I got up that morning. I thought it was a joke. I got I was like, let me see if I can buy one of these uh boxes. No, it did not happen. They were going in 15 minutes, oh. and she has not restocked because she got to burn more panties to make them pretty much. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know. It, it's something about artists. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, they do the most extreme stuff, but yes. they still know how to connect to the people. You know, like, yeah. they, they still know how to make good music for you, you know. Because uh, I, I know it's been a many of time when I would see her, and I'd be like, dang, like, how I like come you, you know, like or just because of uh, I don't know, it was some show or I think she was hosting the show or something like that. Okay. And like oh, she's wearing like some witch costume or something. I'm like, yeah. what? Like, like <laughs> what are we doing? But hey, to each his own. But it again, it just speaks of of how good her music is and how how um what persuasive she is, I guess. I don't know. Yo, I mean, like to talk to talk about her artistry, like you're making me think. So we had our our buddy, our college bud Carl on the podcast. And um uh and I don't know if if you you remember how Carl would always talk about how Heavy D was the greatest of all time. Oh but, um, yeah. Yo, uh, yeah. yo, like he, he put him at top five. <laughs> top five. But I, I'm I'm almost I'm almost positive he wanted to put him at number one. So he didn't want he didn't want to right. get attacked. He didn't want anyhow, <laughs> I, I bring I bring up Heavy D up, you know, the greatest, the GOAT or whatever. Um, I bring him up because him and Badu were in this awesome movie, um, Cider House Rules. 
And like oh. Erica Badu was like amazing in that movie. Like yeah. she was honestly like the emotional like gut punch that movie was trying to offer. But yeah. um, I think about her again, back to Three Stacks. Like I know he tried to make a go at it. I never saw the Jimi Hendrix movie. Like it kind of came and went, but like- It went. <laughs> so, I mean, like you think of somebody like that, like she's out acting fools, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, yeah. and, but she's like, I don't need, I don't need to be acting. So it's like, when it, when it right. feels like it's effortless and it comes so easy to some of these cats, it's like, you know, they just kind of go in and out of fragrance or acting or whatever and just do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, she's, she's a great actress, man. I, I even remember seeing her in the Blues Brothers 2000. She's in the Blues Brothers movie. Oh, for real? Yeah. And then, you know, of course, of course, you know, you know, that other movie, What uh, What Man Wants uh, Wants Sister. That's another movie that was from 98. I remember that. She has some pretty good acting roles. Yeah. I mean, she's hilarious. You know, and I think yeah. that's part of what makes it appealing. She's funny. She posts fun, fun of herself and other people at the same time. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, I, I like that point you, you bring up, Key, just because. She is funny with her yes. lyrics, her music, like mm-hmm. uh, whether she's acting in a movie or right. hosting the show, like she has a personality which goes a long way in, in terms of making good music and stuff. And so I, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I think that that kind of gets missed a lot of times with her. Just yes. the humor yes. side of her is just totally. like, man. I mean, because you you kind of need that if you go be a, a MC or a performer or an artist, you got to be able to connect on different levels. And right. I think she understands like connecting with laughter can sometimes yep. get her over that hump or be able to connect to that person, you know. So because like I said, <laughs> like I'll be like, man, I like her music. Well, what's she doing now? <laughs> like you know, <laughs> you telling me this, you know. Uh, this perfume with her face, yeah. and I'm like, what? Like, yeah. like, but hey, it, it works, you know. Like, so I can't knock it. Like, so bad, know? dude. She's awesome yeah. at the acting. She's dope at the lyrics. I mean, like, I think any hip hop like artist also is like a uh, a secret like comedian because they they feel like they need to play the dozens. But uh, Novak, what were you bringing about? Like, it was hard to eat after the common breakup. I don't know what that's all about. Well, what happened is Common, Common did an interview about what happened to him after that breakup. He said he couldn't huh. eat, he couldn't function. He had a Tony Rich moment, you know. His, <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody knows but him. So he was crying <laughs> inside. So it basically, it basically broke him a bit, but he came back better. It's almost like right. he had a, he had a right. Phoenix moment. You know, he pretty much he passed away relationship wise. He came back a better artist. Uh, for, well, well, for him, fortunately, he came back. But he said he couldn't eat, he couldn't function, and he kept calling her, and she changed her number. That's what I heard. That's what I was reading about. Oh, man. So, yeah. And, and this like, is, you said this is with Common, you said? Common, yeah. Man. Yeah, See, she, I'm going to be honest. I wanted, I wanted that to work, because I thought that oh. would <laughs> I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. No, like I said, you know, my experience at the concert, they just yeah. seemed like they was going to be the first family of hip-hop you know like they right. was going to do it right but i get it but like you said common is better for it you know so some pain it may be unwanted unwanted but it may be necessary you know so but yeah that, that love of my life uh, music video she was like actually hilarious in that too mm-hmm. like um she's very bubbly but um yeah i really did want them <laughs> that they go the distance. Right, I mean, right. I mean, it's better than the Tiffany Haddish situation. I want her to get canceled. 
man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, it's just like Tiffany Haddish, man. It's like I want to be a fan sometimes, okay. but she says right, something right. that's so out there, you'd be looking like, man, Tiffany didn't take her medication today. Something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> stop her before she stop her before she kills her career. Very talented actress, but you'd be like, and then she said, I'm with coming and coming with me. And coming looking like, yeah, I guess I'm with her. And so that's pretty much what's going on right now. That's a weird relationship. So we're quarantining together. And coming looking like I'm trying to get out the house right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean it's you know, you want everybody wanted that to work. That that music video, we thought that was gonna be like a wedding video two weeks from there. You know, right, right, right. <laughs> well, I guess maybe next, maybe next lifetime, man. Maybe right, right. right. <laughs> that's the moral to the story. <laughs> that, that's it. Next yeah, lifetime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right about that. She totally, man. You know, I would say culture vulture or nothing like that, but she totally affected hip hop. She was, she affected black entertainment as well. Yeah, I mean she's on every she, her not her her touches on everything out there right now. I think yeah. I think of her like songs. For me, it's like again, keep her the culture. But I think about like her and like Missy Elliott, where it's like some of what they were doing, what they were doing was almost over my head at the time. But when I revisit yeah. it, I realize like yeah. what they were trying to do to kind of like yeah. make hip hop, you know, like a. You know, like a legit culture, you know what I mean? And yeah. there's so much stuff going on. Yeah, but Missy scared us though. I've never scared yeah. Erica. Missy, I'm gonna reach in your pocket, I'm gonna take your wallet. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> the highway video, she that's robbery, man. <laughs> and uh that's robbery, man. I know I was up late one night and I scared the hell out of myself. I was like, I can't listen to Missy at the 10 o'clock, man. <laughs> 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 nah, that, you, you bring up a good point like when you revisit it now you can yeah. appreciate it a little bit more you know like and I, I can say that definitely about you know just listening to Erica Badu stuff now it's like man I can you know I can appreciate this a little bit better than 10 20 years ago or whatever so yeah and you know like to go back to the whole like she can I don't want to say sample she can almost like repurpose parts of hip hop and kind of like claim it. Again, yeah. I keep bringing up the last mixtape, which wasn't bad. She said she made that album because she wanted to show how relevant she was to Seven, because I think her son Seven was like a teenager at the time. Yeah. And the album heavily, I don't want to say steals, but it heavily riffs off of Drake, because like, um, I think Hotline Bling was hot at the time. And Drake, he, Erica even had a Drake, like, I don't want to say what it not a look like, like a like an imitator. He had somebody rap just like she had somebody rap just like Drake on the album two times. Oh wow. And it wasn't like when they confronted Drake about it, she's like, Yeah, I knew about that. Like Erica like calls me all the time. Right. So I was like, if you can <laughs> if you got a gusto to do that, <laughs> and like, okay. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just it just speaks to how important she is, I think. Yeah. He, he's not ready for that, man. You imagine what Erica would do to Drake. Drake would become like oh, yeah, exactly. the greatest artist ever, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he's tried. He's sh he's shot his shot a few times. I mean, it's crazy. You know, he's he's in his top like five, I guess, or something like that. Okay. You know, 
Drake's got like a list out there. He's always went out to Erica a bit, and it's it's hilarious. But nah, he don't he can't deal with that. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's way over his head. <laughs> but uh, arguably, though, he's almost a byproduct of the blueprint that she set up, right? Because it's like again, if yeah, she didn't plant the seeds with three stacks or with common or hip hop culture in general, like it wouldn't have the neo soulness that it has. And it would you wouldn't have a Drake kind of like spouting or like whining about their feelings, which, okay, it's fine. <laughs> I, I don't want to like critique or yeah, you know, like I try to protect hip hop, but you know, it's it's going to evolve. It's going to change and it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be whiny. That's hard yes. to do. You know, when you know, when you got to find your love, you got some of these some of these tracks by Drake. You think about yeah, Erica's a little bit in fetus. That's what happens. When you deal with her. You try to find your love, and then you go into all these other moods and feelings. Pretty much, because Drake is a moody rapper. I mean, it's all about feelings and emotions. And, right. You know, cry later. I'm like, come on, Drake, stop it. Man. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. But yeah, any any other uh, final thoughts on uh, Baduism and all the. Uh, the effects, the the uh, after the aftershock, the earthquake tremors. Uh, I, I would say I, I learned a lot about it today. <laughs> Before today, I only knew about Common and uh, Andre as we go, <laughs> but I didn't know about DOC or anything like that. But yeah. um, but in on all seriousness, you know, I, I think uh, like we've said, I, I think her impact on music is timeless. You know, I think uh, 20 years from now, we'll have a, a different and a new appreciation for her work and her contribution to music. And, you know, I think I'm always going to be a fan. I have certain artists where I'm just going to always be a lifetime fan of. And uh, she's definitely one of them just because of the impact that she's had, uh, not just on hip hop, but on music in general. You know, and I think uh, super talented and, and truth be told, I think she's she scratched the surface in terms of what she can do. You know, like you said, I, I want to see another album come out. You know, I want to see what, what she has in store. Um, but uh, again, I, I think she's a, a a great, great artist, great person, um, not just for the culture, not just for hip hop, but for, for music in general. So. I Man. totally agree. I mean, she's like the she's like the Sade for this for this time period. If you think about it, like you think about Sade, still came into our time period, but that almost is like our parents' music at a certain level. I yes. mean, yeah, a lot of people are like crazy during Sade, so it's kind of weird. You listen to it and you listen to Lovers Rock or something like that. You like, I wonder if my mom would listen to this song. <laughs> and you like, hey. <laughs> and so yeah, she's timeless. You think about that. You think about all the yeah. artists around her. You look at D'Angelo. You look at the Roots. You look at Jill yes. Scott. Yeah, all these people who spun out of that situation. I mean, it's like. You almost want to throw into that Philly mix a little bit because that sounds right. of Philly is Erica Badu. You know, she pretty much is that soulful person. You know, and then you also think like she's a Motown artist before before she um, went over to Keter Universal. So this lady came off of Motown, left them, and went out and got better off of Motown, which normally didn't happen in the industry. So yeah, she's timeless. You know, you're gonna be listening to stuff twenty years from now, still talking about how nice she was and how she delivered and everything. I mean. She's like Eartha Kid of hip hop, pretty much. You know, you think about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love Novak that you brought up Sade because I, I always have her as my gold standard of like music in general. But I think hip hop appreciates her, but she never 
really like weaved into hip hop. Like I know like the Neptunes and Pharrell helped produce some of Lover's Rock. And I know there's always like those influences, but I don't think she intercepted the hip hop culture like Badu did. And like Erica, like she's like super scrawny, but she's got like, you know, like the spirit of a lion. I mean, you know, it's just, there's just, there's no denying like the impact and the power that she has, even though she's probably five foot nothing, you know? Right, right. Yeah, so any other thoughts on uh, you guys on this or? Yeah, man, I think, I think that's about it. I mean, um, you know, Aunt, Aunt Dilla, we appreciate you coming to the show. Man, thank y'all for having me, man. Anytime you need me, you know, I, I love to give my two cents in, you know, but, <laughs> but no, I really appreciate, you know, uh, the invite and for having me. And, you know, this is a good time, man. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, I've enjoyed having you. I mean, definitely we got to do a hip hop and basketball uh, episode. Oh, yeah. You know, man, yeah. We got to talk about bad soundtracks, LeBron James and Drake and Wayne. Uh, we got to yeah. talk that. <laughs> Uh -oh. oh yeah, most definitely. I'm game, man. I'm game. Wow, wow. Yeah. Does does little Bow Wow have a spot in there? No. Who? Like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Chance, Chance does not have a spot. <laughs> Damn. Fair, fair. But yeah, Dr. Coach Party, we really appreciate you. Yeah. Um, you know, all the listeners. Um, you know, follow us on Spotify, check us out on Apple Podcasts, rate and review so we can reach out some new listeners and um yeah we appreciate y'all tuning in and checking us out <laughs>